Hey everybody, this is Jen Kesnick and you're listening to You Be You and I'll Be Me. And uh, once again, we have on the podcast Christy Salerno and Corinne Van Heusen, who have been on before um, in the episode One Love Got Blessed that they talked with their mom about their brother Scott. Um, so thanks for coming back on, you guys. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. So uh, full disclosure, we did do this last week. <laughs> but uh, I had some technical difficulties, and it didn't end up recording all the way. Do over. It had nothing to do with my wine intake before that. <laughs> <laughs> Just something happened. But we had a great conversation. I was so mad the next day when I had to tell you guys that didn't happen. But who cares? Now you're we back. We didn't care. Yeah. Exactly. We had a nice time, and yes. now you're back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last time, uh, we talked about... Depression, anxiety, um, and you guys dealt with the death from suicide of your brother, Scott, and how it affected your family in our last podcast. In this podcast, we just wanted to talk more about October Suicide Prevention Month. We meant to get together then, but life got in the way. And so here we are, mid-November, finally getting it done. But you both work with kids Mm -hmm. you work with high school kids you work with elementary school kids yes um and the depression and anxiety in children is rampant even at this age yeah I've definitely seen it skyrocket the past um 17 years I've been a guidance counselor and to see I used to have one kid student maybe two come to me like top of the class just completely stressed out and in tears and don't want to disappoint their family their teachers but it's so much with schoolwork and sports and community service and like there's just not enough time in the day anymore back then and now it's to a whole new level with AP classes AP classes uh you know, get into this college, get into, like, the, I just feel like... The competition. The competition is. and the pressure and take high school classes and middle school and college classes in high school, which isn't for everyone. And I feel like a lot of parents and community push their kids to compete to get into that school and to succeed, 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 where to the point I'm seeing... And these past couple weeks, especially with college applications being due, the pressure and the anxiety that these students put on themselves is scary. I mean, there are kids every day I have someone crying in my office, and I'm not exaggerating about failing a test or not being who they think they're expected to be, where I had a conversation with a parent the other day. I'm not poo-pooing AP classes by any means, but they aren't for any, everyone. And if you have a 29 average, you can't do it. You're in the wrong class. So instead of AP bio, take marine biology and be happy. Right. And don't be Why is it a big work. deal? When you're in... you you. You're stronger in English, so take AP English or get a 95 in English 11 instead mm-hmm. of an 80 in AP Lit. You know, well, like there has to be a balance. It's the, it's the comparing themselves to mm-hmm. their peers, each other, you know, their, mm-hmm. the, what they think they should be, where they think they should be at. And, you know, I, I've always felt that 
even parents, if you don't do things the way they do it, they feel like you're judging them. It's like, no, I don't care the way you do it. That's great Absolutely. for you. I just don't do it that way. Right. It, and that doesn't mean you're right and I'm wrong or vice versa. Yeah. I think it does. It. I think parents start to compete, you know, well, my student, it, it, and it does. It starts when they're young. I'm in the elementary school, kindergarten, what they're expected to do now in kindergarten is so different what they're yeah. expected like, to do 15 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Share, yeah. take turns. Now, you know, even in preschools, they there are curriculums, rigorous cu- curriculums. They're they're expected now to come to kindergarten knowing letters and letter sounds and oh and start reading because you know oh I, my child has to go to the best preschool and where socialization is now is really taking a back seat and. I think it's starting to swing back a little bit. I feel like it is. It's starting to. We're trying to incorporate it a lot into um, the school district I'm in, um, mindfulness and just being aware and being in the present moment. And, you know, it's people are saying it's the new buzzword, whereas really mindfulness and just being present and breathing is is survival. It's always been there. It's just now taking the time to notice that this is what students need and children need and adults and parents need to be able to take a deep breath and and live life without all this chaos and stress. Exhale. Yeah. Um, I know. And, you know, suicide rate is significantly higher in school months than it is in summer. Like in summer when you're with your friends and you're doing what you want to do or you're with your family time, Mm -hmm. you know, having barbecues or whatever. And then you get back to school, and even in the fall, like when it, the weather starts to turn, it um, it feels sad. Yeah. Like there's a heaviness, mm-hmm. you know. I I think it's not oh, just I, for us who live in a summer community, but right. like I feel like it's just like that. I don't know. It's like the mood around like right. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Just it's just now with daylight light. savings yes. time, and I mean today's a perfect example: cold, gray. Gloomy, gloomy, <laughs> like yeah. To get out of bed this morning, I was like, "Oh, come on, let's go, yeah. let's go." You got it, and it's just it is a very difficult time of year for those that suffer from seasonal affect disorder. And yeah, you mentioned the you know in college the kids now. I heard they have like an um, an October break that they call like suicide break because they need that time to pull themselves together before the semester continues with um, finals and prepping for finals and ending the semester strong, which is just sick and twisted, but that's just how much stress. Well, I'm glad somebody came up with suicide break, but then again, it's like, why are you getting to that point? Right. Mm -hmm. Let's reevaluate what's important here. Because, yeah, of course school is important, of course. Academics are important. The whole child, the whole student, the whole person is. So we can't just focus on academics, and then we can't just focus on the social-emotional. It's like looking at the whole picture and and thinking what is best for one student is so different than another. And us as adults, thinking about what really makes us feel good and feel happy and... And if you have kids, you can see that. Like, what's going to work for one of my children is not going to work for the other. No. And mm-hmm. one of my kids might be in an honors class, and the other one might need 
additional help or you know different support services like if, you don't you know your, and that's okay yeah because if you have your priorities straight and together you're not going to be like well look at your sister who gets all a's you know right. my kids are all over the map right. and i love them all and i'm proud of every single one of them for such different reasons has nothing to do with what they do it's yeah. who they are yeah that i'm proud of yeah, yeah. You it's know, true. you need to have kindness and empathy and compassion for people and and be funny. Right. What's, what's <laughs> That's that? important. You have to be able to laugh at yourself and just have a good time. Yeah. But it's even that article that um, we read that you shared from a couple years back, I think, even about getting into Brown or Harvard. Mm-hmm. Like Harvard Schmarvard. Harvard Schmarvard, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Like, don't you want your kid... Like, yes, you want them to get a good education, and that's not the point that we're making right now, but you want them to be happy, whole people that are passionate about something. Like, have them just love life. Like, that's what I want for my kids. I want them to get up in the morning and be happy raring to go and I know that life gets in the way and that's probably not going to happen every day but wouldn't it be such a great life to like get up and be happy and just go about your day like reflect be thankful that we're here be you don't judge be kind just be nice to one another yeah well I think that when I was a mom of young kids I didn't know, I wasn't aware, you know, now Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of things. I was not aware. I was bogged down with the maintenance of raising children. And I look at pictures of myself and I have this like, like resting bitch face in all these pictures. (laughs) And I'm like, why was my default? Like, this is, this is hard. This is overwhelming. This is stressful. Like, why didn't I just chill and relax and take it as it came instead of looking back and being like, that was awesome. What was I so cranky about? Mm -hmm. Sorry, kids. Um, (laughs) But everyone's doing their best, obviously. You don't know what you don't know until you know it. Right. But that's, (laughs) yeah, that's the thing. It's like, no matter what situation you're in, just Bring awareness. Yeah. Take you know, what was very powerful for me is I took a mindful class last year. It was a 12-week program. And the woman that ran the group, her mom was elderly and, you know, getting sick. And they, the woman that ran the group went back to Germany, spent time with her mom, and she shared in the group that she was looking through the pictures of their upbringing and all these family photos and mom smiling, obviously, and everyone looking through the photos. And uh, the woman, Nina, that ran the group said, hey, mom, like, we had a great childhood. Like, what a great life you gave us. And the mom said, I wish I remembered it. Right. Like how that, like, because she was just so depressed and anxious and in the moment of her kids like that just sank with me that I was like whoa that is powerful right because even looking back on my 9 and 11 year old I'm like well like do I even remember like was I in the moment because I'm like no pee pee on the potty not on the floor da, 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 you know like everything, eat your veggies let's why, yeah, go to soccer on Saturday deal? rush and that's rush. a big deal no. it's okay don't bark <laughs> He's, he's agreeing with me. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like, what's it like? Just be. And I, don't, yeah, and I don't mean like nothing is a big deal because I mean, right. everything is, you know, 
relative. Right. But like no reason to get stressed out over those things that you just think you're trying to do a good job. Right. You know, like, please eat your vegetables. This is stressing me out. Eat them. Yeah. Because you need to be healthy and grow and Right. And the pediatrician's going to ask, do you eat vegetables? Right. How many hours do you sleep? You know, do you know your phone number? I feel it a lot of times, that feeling of who's going to judge me, who's going to... Of course. ...tell me I'm doing this wrong. Meanwhile, we're all in the same damn boat. Yeah. I mean... You would hope, yeah. Yeah. But there are... Those out there that yeah. unfortunately judge and oh yeah, but they're they're that's their problem, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what comes with maturing. I think is understanding yeah. that, you know, if you're gonna judge me, it's because you're insecure about that for yourself. Yeah, and so you're looking at me like oh, she does that too. <coughs> yeah, look at her. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's like yeah, I do. Sorry. That is the mm-hmm. best thing I have to say about getting old for me. Anyway, like I, know, I said, just... maturing. Yes, okay. I like maturing better. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Growing no up, old here. the best thing is just... I didn't say the O word. It's not even... I'm not going to sit here and be like, I don't care. But I just... You yeah. care less. You care less. Like, I have my family. I have my friends. I know who's my friends. You learn who are your friends as you get older mm-hmm. and as you mature. As you mature. But it's, it's a blessing in disguise, yeah. unfortunately, I think it just really is nice. And I don't know, some people that know me might say I judge, but I really don't think I just don't care what anybody does. Yeah. As long as they don't hurt me and hurt my family right. and go to church, don't go to church, play lacrosse, travel across, and send your kids to camp all summer long. I don't care. Exactly. I'm mm-hmm. just doing what's right for my kids and, and my family. Uh, my friend D. Um, told me a long time ago that, well, parents, she was a school teacher and my kids were all little and she was like, well, parents think that if you're telling them something that you don't, that they do that you don't do, that you're judging them on their parenting. Mm -hmm. And so I always remembered that. She told me that when my kids were really little. Mm -hmm. And even though I didn't have any peers to look at, like all the people that, had kids my age were older than me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, did she. so I didn't have anybody to really ask. Mm-hmm. So I just went instinctually and that actually really worked for our family to go by instinct then to be like, what are they doing? Should we do that? Yeah. We've never done that because there was nobody to do that with. Right, right. Um, so that actually worked out. But I always remembered her telling me that and being like, oh, that's so funny. Okay. So if we do our own thing and it's not the same as you... You're going to think I'm judging you. Yeah. And I'm not. Right. I really hope that you're well. Yeah. But unless you're doing something to me or my family, I don't care what you're doing. Right. And we could still be friends. Yeah. And we could still get along. And you do things your way. I do things my way. And mm-hmm. it's okay. Absolutely. I think it gets tricky. And even beyond that, still, we as parents or a community, we're doing the best we can. And, and then our students go into a public school system that it's, which I think increases the anxiety too sometimes, is there's this these four walls. And if you don't fit in those four walls and the mold of what you need to be yeah. and to pass and to, you know, right. be successful, then it, it that's where more stress and, and anxiety. And if you struggle academically, mm-hmm. socially, like... 
these kids out there have some issues, like, and they're big issues, and I mean, the school we work in, you know, it's a big school on Eastern Long Island, so you deal with everything from, I mean, you name it, and you deal with it. We have kids in Sagamore, we have kids in, you know, rehab center, like, anywhere to try and get these kids Parents might be incarcerated. Right, Mm -hmm. right. It's a little bit of everything. You run the gamut. Right. school, for sure. Mm -hmm. Right. But... Every school has their issues, and yeah. every school has their students that aren't going to fit the mold of this school or the mold of that school, and that should be okay, and it shouldn't be like, wow, her parents are divorced, and right. well, they live here, so obviously, and like... Judge, judge, judge. Yeah. Well, even that there's that meme that has all the different animals, like a monkey, a giraffe, an elephant, and, and a tiger, and it's like, all right, we're going to rate you I on love you it. climb that tree the fastest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and like, well, the monkey can do that, but yet that's how we're expecting yeah. all our kids to learn, even right. though they're so different. Right. It's like, nope, you got to do it this way, or else you're yeah. an idiot. And there has to be a better way, but then you have the state involved, and the this, and the funding, and the money, and the... You know, I received an email today about a bunch of 10th grade students that are in an AP class and a big percent of them are crying to the AP teacher every day because they're lost. And why is that? Why are we forcing that? Why Why are are we we forcing that? that? You shouldn't cry at school over over your work. Or even when you get home with your homework. I mean, get upset. It can be fr- yeah, like yeah. I remember homework to me was yes. crying, crying right. every night. Homework because mm-hmm. I struggled in school, and I love telling too. my I didn't students cry that. I never did my homework. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do my homework because my parents made me. But they were like, and I just used to sit there and cry and be like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, but that's what parents are supposed to do. Right. Help you get it, but I didn't learn. Whereas my sister Corinne was, she was a good student. Mm-hmm. I struggled. Scott was a strong student, not as strong as Corinne, but he, uh, you know, they were good students. And me, I was like, mm-hmm. where am I going on Friday night? Yeah, how's my hair look? Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but what about all the kids that like self-impose? Because like I know a lot of parents that are like, I didn't, I didn't put this on her. She's right, doing this. Right. Like, what do you say to those parents? How do they help their children in this? Like, especially the seniors yeah. who are all stressed out. Right. Like, how do you show somebody the light? I really think, like I said, with the pendulum trying to swing back into understanding the social emotional piece of children. Um, that it's just as important as teaching them two plus two is dealing with stress, anxiety, pressure. They need to know their strategies. When you get stuck on a word when you're reading, there's strategies for that. There's strategies for right. when you're overwhelmed yeah. or you're scared of this test. Yeah. And you're but we tend to think as a country or as I I'm, I'm not quite sure but that that is means we're weak or we're mm-hmm. there is that yeah mentality mentality yeah. or that stigma that you know mental health means there's something wrong with you right but it's very we scary. need to take care of it yeah. we right. need to address 
no matter what, we need strategies for... To deal with life. With life. We all have to deal with it, and we need a way to do it. And there's really, you know, not that much going on for that but no, but it's we, starting to yeah one thousand percent like who's the next candidate that's going to talk about mental health awareness mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. that's number one yeah it's huge besides environment you mm-hmm. know like let's chat about this because like at california is going crazy right. Yeah. crazy right and all of the even the that you know former marine that went into that country western bar and and shot it up Mm -hmm. on college night yeah Yeah. like I don't understand like and I was thinking and I don't know a lot of the story so this is where I tend to get myself into trouble but like an ex-marine that came back from combat was he hearing voices in his head that said go into that call like did he not hear dancing and laughing and having a good time and he heard called to his house in the spring oh he had weapons because he was former military and uh, was allowed to have those weapons. Nothing was gotten illegally, but right. there should be some sort of system in place that <sighs> to help know, these, to help these people who co- just come back from something like that. It's it's unfathomable for me. I I can't imagine yeah. to come and then just right back into society and right. And it's like. Be a murderer, be a murderer, be a murderer, be a murderer, stop being a murderer. Yeah, yeah. come back and be nice. Be yep. nice. Play, ni- play nice. Understand the difference. It, it's just, I, we can't wrap our brains around it, so right. we really have to. Well, I just think. post-traumatic stress. I mean, earlier we were talking before we came on about just like certain things that affect your life and mold who you are and who you're going to be and where your life is going. Like, Scott's death was... It's post-traumatic stress for us. Completely. Every single day. Like, friends, family, people that knew Scott can probably move on easier than us. But for my mom, my sister, and I, it's something we struggle with every single day. And how is it for your children? I'm a different mommy, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Like, not that they were so young when it happened. I don't know if they really noticed, but... I see it, and I see it in my mom, and I see it in Corinne, mm-hmm. and like our crazy wild, you know. Yeah, it's just like we're still funny. Don't yeah, get yeah, me wrong. I know. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, <laughs> I read something really good. It's like you. Mm-hmm. We're not only grieving Scott; we're grieving who we were before. before Scott died. Right. Yeah. Before and after. Right. And I think our children. You say as a parent. I think my girls notice. This isn't the same mom. Sure. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's not the same Yaya. It's not the same Yaya. They they were older, and they, they saw everything unfold. My goodness gracious. Something I would never think I was going to see in my lifetime. And when you see in, in these crucial teenage years. And, right. And I think it has affected everyone, but definitely. Right. Of course, because the yeah. three of you, plus your mom, were such a tight-knit group mm-hmm. that that's a major blow. Mm-hmm. So what other people see in their life, like, I can't imagine what it must be like going to war and, like, these Vietnam vets or being at Ground Zero at 9-11 or... Being in Afghanistan. Being in Afghanistan or just anything, like, just to see, even, like, a car accident. Or I always think of that poor woman who had the limo 
for her sister's wedding or her sister-in-law's wedding where she had her kids in the limo. They took the limo. They did the right thing, and some drunk guy hit the limo, and she held her daughter's decapitated head in her. Like That was the most horrible story. How do you... You just don't. You just... Don't I mean, I don't know where this woman is, but I think about her a lot. That was on Long Island a few years back in in the wineries and just, right? Was it the wineries? Yes. I believe uh, so. Oh, was it on the high That was a different one where the whole whole family, the whole bridal party. Just awful, awful, awful. Something like that. and like Tragedy. Tragedy. Yes. Yeah. Tragedy that just... Like, remember that whole story... Um, about the Taconic mom mm-hmm. who drove the yes. wrong way. Yes, and, and everyone was like, she doesn't do drugs, she doesn't, her, her family, everybody. Her nieces. And yeah. Oh. It was terrible. terrible. And there's all these terrible things that we all have to Face. be witness to. And So AP Bio should be the worst of, right? <laughs> least of their worries. Exactly. But see, when, <sighs> that's what we were kind of saying before. Like, when your life isn't so easy growing up at, in your house, Mm-hmm. then things that go on at school are like, this isn't really my biggest problem. Right. I can't really get stressed out about but this. But schools don't see that. Right. They see, here you go, take more, take more, take more. And some students will find it as an escape and embrace it. Mm-hmm. But other students are like, I can't even pay attention because I don't know if I'm going home to my mm-hmm. mom. Am I going to have food? In jail mm-hmm. or, you know, or am I going to have food? Right. Or who knows, like, there's so much, the emotional, social, yes, academic, like, everything, there has to be the some sort of yeah. whole... I'm passionate about it. I get goosebumps because I feel like, like I said, academics are just as important, I can't say it enough, but learning two plus two is just as important as, oh my gosh, I feel angry right now, what do I do with that? Yeah. Or teaching kids please and thank you. Yeah. Manners. Manners. Kindness. You know, matters, it matters. has to be explicitly taught. They're I can't not stand all having role models. Though. Going into a deli and you see some adult, hey, yeah, I'll have a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll, thanks. Yeah. Or like not even not saying even, yeah. thanks. Give me. Kind of like, give me. Yeah. yeah, give me a bacon, me, egg, uh, yeah. bacon egg, and cheese, would you? Yeah. Like, I swear Ugh. to God. I want to lecture them. <laughs> I stop myself. I'm Sometimes I'm like, too. please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Not that hard. Because you're ingrained. Yeah. Because of teaching mm-hmm. your own kids. So when you hear yeah. somebody, I hold, I bite my tongue. Thank you. But I mean, mm-hmm. whatever, stranger, you know. Like, yeah. It's it hard. It, like holding the door for someone or just like these simple acts of kindness. It could that change people. that person who is thinking of ending their life that day. You don't, we don't realize the impact we have on each other and right. human beings and the interactions. And you... It could make a difference. It right. could make the, the, the hugest difference to one person some small little thing that we do. And, and I think teachers moving forward, like you guys obviously have a calling and a passion for what you do, but there's so many people, I don't know now, but before, back in the day, that would get into teaching because you got summers off and great mm-hmm. vacations and it's not their calling. Right. And like that's what I worry about. Like that kid in Florida, that school shooter in Florida whose mom had died and he moved in with a friend's parents yeah, family yeah. and and like 
everybody red said flag, red this was flag. they saw yeah. it coming a mile away I'm like right. wasn't there any teacher or counselor at the whole school that was like let me keep eyes on this poor right. boy who's right. had problems in the past right. whose mom died and yeah. now he lives with his friend mm-hmm. yeah like and he, and he eats alone and he's weird and right, he, you know right. fights yeah. and like let me take him under my wing yeah like where's that try person to make a difference. Yeah. that's yeah. really that really cares mm-hmm. it's yeah. like let's do something they are this. out there they are it's sometimes the kids I find are so shut down they just don't accept it they don't accept like there's this one student I'm thinking of I think of a couple that come in and I'm like you know I think I'm funny I'm like come on you know like <laughs> going, right. what you got yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like bring it to me what you got what's yeah. going on you know and nothing nothing I'm like, okay, the door's always open if you need me. Right. There's only so much you can do. Right. I'm and sure. there are constraints, I feel like, um, because I work in a building where, oh my gosh, I've never met a more compassionate group of people. It's it's like somewhere I love to go every That's day. So nice. It's it's amazing. And we do a lot of mindfulness and I mean our principal's been amazing and but then it stops. Like mm-hmm. it has to grow. It needs to be accepted by all administration that needs to grow to all teachers and all the buildings and all to the, the high buildings school, and then the middle island. School. Like yeah. I feel like there's even competitions between school districts. Like of what well, our scores are better. Are this in here? What mindfulness are you using? And it's like wait we, a minute. We do yoga every day. Yeah. <laughs> we are all trying <laughs> to put these young people into the world together, all together. Whether they're from Eastern Long Island, Western Long Island. Yeah. And Florida. I have to say, our superintendent's our conference day was geared towards mental health. Good. Yeah. That's amazing. And the only part, Corinne and I started texting in the auditorium because the video they showed was of a student in 2007 committed suicide. Yeah. And we're like, wait, they that's used that word. That's the wrong lingo. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are so aware and bring yeah. that awareness. That's just the, yeah. was the vernacular for so long that it's yeah. hard to get rid of it. It is. Right. Like, yeah. Like, you have to get rid of it. That's not right. what it is. Right. Because it, it's not a crime. It's not a it, crime it's, they committed. They're not. They're just escaping from what they can't. The pain. Deal with <laughs> The anymore. awful, awful, awful pain. So that yeah. brings me back to, like, when you feel like your kid or someone you know is at that point. And, you know, obviously, everybody knows you know, you know when you should be worried about someone, mm-hmm. whether you want to say it out loud and admit it or not, you know when you should be worried about someone. And if it's your child or loved one, whatever, it's not bad to ask them directly, are you thinking about suicide? Right. I asked a student today, I'm like, are you going to hurt yourself? Are you thinking about hurting yourself? No, miss. And I'm like, do you promise? Like, come on, be Look real me. with me. Yeah. I'm like, it could cry 10 minutes, pressure. Senior pressure. The pressure's just on the school. The pressure. I got to get my work done. I got to get college applications in. It's just so much pressure. Ten minutes. She needed ten minutes to cry. She was with me the whole period though. Forty five minutes crying, crying, crying. I can't. The pressure. And I was like, breathe. I yeah. gave her my breathe rock. Mm-hmm. Oh. From my mindfulness nice day. Oh. I only shared it for the period check. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, do you want to hold? Desk, please. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to hold my breathe rock? It'll help you breathe. I use it a lot. I used it twice mm-hmm. today. Wow. Like, let's just breathe. Yeah. Breathe. And isn't because that amazing? I said I have students that are seniors that I think fail classes because they're afraid 
to go out into the real world. I seriously, like, they panic. Mm -hmm. Because it's scary. What am I going to do? Yeah. It's weird, too. It's, it's, I feel like this energy in this world that we live in now is so different from the one that we lived in when we Mm -hmm. were seniors. You know, it's like, it's really friggin' nuts. Yeah. You know, it feels crazy. Yeah. So I don't blame them for being apprehensive. It's tough. tough. And it's, I mean, there's so many discussions we could have about it. Like the work ethic is different for these students and the entitlement is different for today's youth. It's just, and I'm guilty of it. I am guilty of my kitchen being Salerno kitchen every night, whereas I grew up, this is what's for dinner. If you don't like it, you'll have a big breakfast and you don't get dessert. Right. Now, last night I made four different (laughs) dinners for four different people and... Well, see, my rule was always like, this is what's for dinner. If you don't you like it, you something. can make yourself a that was, butter and That was our, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that Same. was what Maybe it was I like could do we, that. Yeah. But when it's hard when young. it's vegan and could we, can we all be vegan? Can we all like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now, 9, 11 different, uh, eh, <laughs> I feel like I can't catch up. I know. Yeah. Change to just a change to say. This is for dinner. And yep. we were poor, man. It was spam and macaroni and cheese and <laughs> hot dogs. Sounds delicious. Spatini. <laughs> Chicken chow mein in a box by La Choy. <laughs> That's what we had. La Choy. <laughs> God. Uh, that is so funny. Technology definitely has. I love it. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I mean, we're able to do a podcast yeah. tonight. And, and I think you reach so many people. And we've been able to find comfort in a lot of things due right. to technology and social media, um, but it also can heighten anxiety. Well, and yeah, there was this, like I, I just watched this documentary that um, is on HBO, it's called Outside the Bubble, and uh, this woman, Andrea Pelosi, who's Nancy Pelosi's daughter, went around the United States, and she was like, I just wanted to get out of my East Coast bubble and talk to people around the country and see, like, like, I have to be able to understand them to understand where they're coming it's from. kind of like and, what you did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except she probably made a gajillion dollars off of it. Oh, sorry. Now I'm sitting here with you guys. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be any other place. There you go. But um, she there, she was interviewing this one guy in, um, in Virginia who said, you know, it's social media is ruining this country because we are so quick to say the meanest things we can think of to each other mm-hmm. and we have no skill set in talking face to face and one on one and hashing things out mm-hmm. because you know not all these people are you know horrible racist misogynistic you know awful people and not all these people are elitist da, 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 you know like right you just have to get to talk to people right and have a conversation right. with someone and realize we all want our kids to be happy we all want to have enough money to live we all want to have enough food to put on the table they're all so much alike yeah so much alike and it's like just stop all this stop all the arguing and the uh, i can't stand i can't stand watching quote was like stop pointing your finger and start reaching out your hand perfect love it i know i was Mm -hmm. like (laughs) (laughs) i'm putting on that my list i need to watch yeah it was good 
Uh, it's true. Just be kind. Like, people make fun of me all the time because... Be kind. You're like, wearing the shirt. Be kind shirt. Mm-hmm. Caitlin ordered this for herself, but it was too big. So I was like, <laughs> mommies. Um, so, like, I'm not... I was brought up Catholic. I don't push religion. But I always say to people, I'm like, if we all follow the Ten Commandments... Don't cheat, don't steal, don't lie. Be you know, treat each other how you yeah. would want it. It's gold, so simple. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. And even take out, go to church every Sunday. Sorry, mom. Or take out, <laughs> don't use the Lord's vain name, name in vain. vain. I know my potty mouth is horrendous, but just be kind. Mm-hmm. Be nice to each other. Like, I don't know. It just it sounds so simple. And my favorite thing to see is just be kind because you don't know what anyone else is going through that's right like corinne said earlier you could save someone's life by just saying hey nice shirt yeah or you know just holding the door and looking at their eyes and smiling yeah yeah (laughs) well i learned a lesson i was um in i was shopping at a mall and the following week i went to go get a pedicure and the girl that was giving me my pedicure was like hey I saw you at the mall this weekend, but you didn't know it was me. And I'm like, that's because I'm a fucking asshole, and I don't look at you in the eye. And like, I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And it taught me a lesson to like, don't don't just like blatantly, blindly go through yeah, your day. Yeah. You know, when someone hands you change at the convenience store, look at them in the eye and say, thank you so much. Yeah. Because you know? they're a human being. And they're working. And they're working hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know. I know I just made myself sound like such an ass, but no, no, it was no. a long time ago, and yeah. I really practiced it. But so. at the same time, you're not saying skip through the mall and be like, hey, have a great day, yeah. like Elf from right. uh, the movie. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, what's your favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, smiling, smiling's my favorite. Yeah. I... I have to say, though, after Scott passed away, I did It does make sparkle. you... Yes. I, I feel like... You know, a friend of mine gave me something that said, don't ever let anyone dull your sparkle. And it's one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. I still have it in my room. And and I look at that every day because I feel like before Scott passed away or even before dad or like when things started to get hard, I was dulling. I definitely felt it, too. I was I was thinking, wow, I don't look up at the Mm -hmm. grocery store and I'm not trying to be mean. I just it hurts to fake it sometimes. Right. And then I started, it. Yeah. yeah. And then more things happened in my life where I was like, okay, I either have to start faking it until I can, I hate that saying, fake, fake it till you make it. it. But I really did have to start remembering what that felt like. Yeah. That sparkle and looking at people and talking to people. And I, I did, I was a pretend for a little bit, but now it feels natural. Well, right. it's, a, it's a bad slogan, but it's a great, premise because it's true Mm -hmm. if you throw a smile on your face soon it's going to be real because someone's going to be like oh hi yeah smiling at me yeah yeah. yeah. today someone at work the one of the computer tech guys I, i don't see him that often but he said Wow, you are always happy and smiling. He's like, like, "Are you leaving early or something today?" I was like, "No." <laughs> like, I honestly just—it feels better. It feels, it feels better. better, right? And and just being aware. Yeah. And I've even noticed, like, since my dad and then Scott, like, back to back deaths was difficult, but yeah. Scott was, yeah. So I've noticed that, like, where as in the past, like, students would come into my office, and I'm not saying that going to the bathroom is not important and taking a lunch break is not important for me, but I know that after 2 o'clock I have time 
like I have a good 45 minutes to go exercise and but when they come in I'm like what can I do for you like I'll sit back down because I don't know I don't know what's going to come out of their mouth I don't know what's going on if they need help with a college application yes I'll sit there and Mm -hmm. we'll do it together because I don't know all the time, what they're, I have 91 seniors. Who's helping you at home? Who's Who helping knows? you at home? Who's doing this? Who needs this? Like, let's sit and, and do it. And it's a job, you know, like applying for college. I was like, well, it's no joke. I mean, no, nobody helped me. Yeah. Um, but when I was sitting down with Beth, like our dining room was like command post central. Yeah. It's intense. With the facts yeah. and the CSS profile and oh. all this other stuff. And these, a lot of these kids don't, like their first time college goers, or you know, the what they just or the oldest, yeah, or the only child, and they just come in and they're like, What? Like, no and my biggest thing know. is, and college is hard to get into, mm-hmm. it's hard. SUNY schools were safety schools 30 years and ago, now it's like, Now forget you about it, the cream of the crop. yeah, for everything, you know. But you know what's awesome, too? I'll just share this really quick is that there's community colleges that didn't have dorms back in the day that do have dorms now. So it's like going away. It there's might not options. be the Cortland, yes. but it's Tompkins Cortland. There's right. lots of options there's where you can go away and experience going away if you have a student that really, really wants to go away. There's but, more than one way to skin a cat. Right. You can do that. And, by the way, hella cheaper to do two years of community college. Suffolk, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then transfer. And if you yeah. don't want to live at home with your parents, then that right. is an option. Absolutely. There's so many options out there. It's just really, and it's a family decision, so it's hard as a guidance counselor to say, well, you could really live right. on campus if you want to. You know, mm-hmm. when the mom's like, you're going to Suffolk and right. you're getting a 3.0 before you think you're going anywhere. Right. You know, so... It's a very fine line that you have to And walk. again, that competition, I, I feel yes, like Suffolk you is, think mm, if you go to yeah, Suffolk, meanwhile, you know. It's the best bang for your buck, It, it really is. And, and I've sat in on interviews and, and just you, it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter where you go to college, but it kind of doesn't. It, no. It, <laughs> I tell my students, I don't if care where you, you go, it's where you end up. It's yeah. where you end up. It's where you end up. And I have a friend who's a teacher, and she was like, you know, I went to Villanova, and I went to this expensive, great, nice school, and I'm sitting in the teacher's lounge, and everybody's like, Cortland, SUNY this, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. She was like, so I just paid triple, <laughs> is what I did, yeah, to yeah. be a teacher at the same place that right, right, everybody right. else is. You right. know, like, that's what I wanted to do. And, that's and seriously, who knows what you want to do at 17, 18. I it can't. It should be a requirement. To go to, like, a community college, I think. I think so, too. <laughs> right, unless you're gung-ho and you really unless know you're, you're going to be a doctor. Unless you're very focused. Right, there right. are. Of course. But that is a very small minority. Oh, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. I mean. Just, like, go to a community college and take, like I did, I took horticulture. I'm like, I'm going to be an interior decorator. Yeah. I took so many classes that when I transferred to St. Joe's, they're like, oh, we're accepting like 70 of your credits. An associate's degree is like 60 credits. Yeah. 
and I got 70 going into <laughs> St. Joe's because, because I took you had so many everything. Touches. And then when I took business classes, I was like, oh, this is easy. I got this. And I got my associate's degree in business management right. and then worked and then went back to school. But that's the way it should be. You illuminate what you're not right for right. before you find out what you're right for. Yeah. Like so many people do, because you don't do your internships and all this until your junior and senior year. Like your first two years, you're taking English, math, social science, no matter where you go. Yeah. So do you want to pay thousands of dollars for it or less thousands of dollars yeah. for it? So I, I don't agree. know. It's just, but that being said, am I going to hold my child back if they, like I had this one girl who was an amazing student. Um, her parents were like regular parents. Had They both worked, had jobs, but she graduated number one in the class, was a cross country star. She got into Princeton. Her mom was like, I'm going to make it work. She worked her butt off. She Her dream is Princeton. I'll make it work. Yeah. And I totally wholeheartedly agree with that choice, too. Of course. Because she was like... If there's no pressure... And not, right. Not no pressure. No, no, just over that anxiety, that just too much stress, right. too much this... Then, then okay. Like yes. you want to reach for your goals, you want to set high expectations. You know, Make yourself challenge proud, yourself. Work hard. Yes. Yeah. All that. Yes, on the table. Be happy with who you right. are. When it turns into competition or, or um, just overly, yeah, you know, too much anxiety, too much stress. It's it's yeah. when it gets dangerous. Yeah. yeah. I had a kid that actually Balance. was going to be like you know at graduation. It's the valedictorian, salutatorian that have to do a speech. He like dropped his grades because he didn't want to oh, do the no, speech. I, speech. <laughs> I love it. You He's know like, what? Oh, no, <laughs> so, you know he wasn't ready to make that challenge. Maybe he'll do yeah, it in college. Who knows? Well, a lot of times, the kids that are so super left brain can't do right mm-hmm. brain. Yeah, stuff, yeah. You know? so it's like, and that's okay. That's okay. Everything's okay. Exactly. That's the point that I hope. Hey, you be you and I'll be me. That's I know, I love, love it. it. <laughs> Couldn't come up with anything. That better. is 100% it. That is it. Love you no matter what. Yep. Exactly. Be kind. Well, what are we going to talk about next time you guys come on? Mm. Oh, God. We should throw it out there and say, what do you people want to hear about? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I can, talk, I can talk about anything. I know. So. I love talking. Anybody that wants to listen to me, I could go on and on. I love it. I love it. My husband's a little bit scared. He doesn't know what'll come out of my mouth. He's like, "Can you behave, please?" Like, I'm just yeah. That's that's a big request. I I will say we were talking about how last month was Suicide Awareness Month, and um, that's right. And and let me uh, rephrase because I said prevention. And that's a good point because it's awareness, not prevention, because you can only make yourself, as you guys said, aware. Right. aware. We believe that you can't really prevent suicide once someone yes. gets it in their mind. Right. You can help, 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 but as far as preventing it, we don't know if you can, so that's why we say awareness. And there might be yeah. some other people that don't really agree with that, but that's what our family agrees. Yeah, I... I think that um, grieving is a, a very important topic to talk about and can always be discussed more and with, with people. different people and, and different types of grief. Yeah. It could be relationship grief. It could yeah. be... There's Absolutely. just so many That's different types of yeah. grief. That would be a good one. Okay. Um, yeah. 
And there's also, um, I know October was the um, awareness week, but November 12th is actually, I think that's the date, I got an email, healing after suicide. Oh, jeez. I don't even think we're in November yet. What is my problem? I'm like, look what I have to look forward to. All right. Lost my mind. Anyway. Let's heal yourself yesterday. Okay. So you're already healed. Okay. Thank you. You But November 17th. That's the date. What is that date? That is um, suicide. Survivor day. Survivor's day. Survivor day. Okay. So it's all for all those who have lost a loved one to suicide. It's suicide survivor's day. survivor's day. And Corinne and I are running a half marathon in Philadelphia and we just put two and two together how it's Survivor's Day and we're running the Philly half and it's the city of brotherly love. That's awesome. Oh, you guys. We will be there. That's great. One love. One love. Boom. Scott. Boom. Get it done. (laughs) One love. God bless. Yeah. That's right. And you be you and I'll be me. (laughs) So if anybody wants to reach out to you guys um can they reach out to you through Instagram, Facebook? I'm on Instagram. I don't know what my Instagram is. Corinne is not on social media. Yeah. <laughs> you can contact Jen and she'll give you any yeah, contact true. information that's you true. want. That is true. I'm contact an open me. book. You can find me anywhere yeah. except for Twitter. Twitter, Snapchat. I haven't figured <laughs> yeah. those out, but Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, Facebook now. I'm really good at. <laughs> um, all right, you guys. Thank you so much. Once again, I love talking to you and I love that um, we have become friends since, mm-hmm. awesome. you know, last time we've known each other for a million years. So but, crazy. But now right? we're really friends. Yes, I, I love, love it. it. I love you guys. <laughs> love, love you too. too. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, you know, one love. God bless. Peace. <laughs>